Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other seven. The dial is not in What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, um, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. They are extra crunchy, but they're nothing special. Perhaps what they've done is they are the same old chip, um, and they've just downgraded the regular ones to, with extra softness. I think they're getting knocked around. I think Smiths were getting knocked around by um, kettle. Yeah, kettle and who's the other one and the, the oh, deli yeah, ones, the deli noodles. Know. Yeah, and uh, they've gone. Nah, we need to do something about this. So we'll have to copy Before them. Before you get going, I've got to make get the rusty sausage. Come on. That's it, dogs. Rest your weary legs and your weary teeth. <laughs> I'll tell the viewers later. Yeah. Why the dogs is a sook tonight. On episode 204 of Radio Hotlap, that light-hearted and zany podcast that you never managed to get the starter in. Because you don't know when the starter should start. <laughs> oh, that's right, because you're always the one who goes... <laughs> <laughs> it's, right, all about, it's all about... See, see, a light-hearted look at the world of motor racing, cool emerging technologies, gadgets and barbecues, and tonight, and tonight, tonight. on tonight's show, we take... Well, we're going to have a couple of guests on. Mm-hmm. Um, one, who has become rather handy in the kitchen... Yes. And uh, also with a gun. Amazingly so. Well, I think he was always handy with a gun, wasn't he? The other, <laughs> rather handy with the microphone. One time. And after a few, <laughs> perhaps, incorrect words said, well, had a gun pointed at his head by camps. He did, but Nonetheless, yeah. we'll yeah. Uh, talk to them Misleading later. the public. <laughs> what are you having to drink? I'm having a... Uh, <laughs> I'm having a, um, uh, a single... Vine, a single vine. What, what, what? That bottle of wine was made from one vine. Well, I'm, I'm a bit confused in the vineyard. About that sort of stuff. It's from Onca Paringa, right? And that's a, a straight Grenache from 07. But right. I tell you, Japes, uh, JP, <laughs> don't you start the Japes? I, I actually reckon Only it's the FWVM a, yeah, I'm can do that. Of that. I just, I get a feeling it's mm, a little bit Grenaches. I know. You know. Is it? It's mm. a little bit corky. Mm. So it's actually got a cork in it. It's not. A, um, it, yeah, it's but it's. Yeah. I'm not. Let me smell it in the glass because there's a bit more room to put my conch in. Well, that's quite a significant conch. No, that's all right. I yeah. can't smell corkiness there. Okay, cool. I think you're all right. And what about yourself? Yeah. Oh, just on the old cart and dry. Oh, did you, did, the, did you the beer find that, some in the fridge? Yeah, the beer that the FWBM hates but manages to uh, put one away every week, just about. Or two sometimes. Wait, it's free. Exactly. Do you know the other day he uh, said... Um, so he's I, now... I, I put a bottle of... Tanqueray in the fridge for you, and I said, oh, "Mate, I don't know what, don't want any gin." He goes, mm. "No, that's just uh, in there. I drank it." <laughs> and he, he goes, "Where's the tanqueray?" I said, "Drank it." 
<laughs> you told me it was in the fridge for me. He goes, oh, we didn't leave me any. He said, well, you had some. People came around, they drank it. <laughs> that's just what happens over Easter. And, over then, Easter. and then and then, he had the hide. The, the hide. hide. I mean, you know, mm. you know now being, you know, <laughs> give him some paperwork and he thinks he owns the country. Well, that's right. I mean, it's a bit typical, like, isn't it? Uh, hey? Oh, he's got a bit of a crick neck. Um, bit of a Greg neck. Greg neck. <laughs> Popped a disc. A Tasmanian Greg neck. <laughs> Popped a disc. Oh. Um, is that, uh, he said, ah, oh, well, on Monday night, he said, well, you've drunk all your Easter wine. And I went, that's right, because Easter's over. Because <laughs> tomorrow's Tuesday. Doesn't matter. And that's all Easter wine. Had to be, had to be drunk by the end, <laughs> by the, by the end of Easter. Said, that's why. <laughs> that's why you welded the cellar shut. <laughs> I wonder what that big lump was in the carpet. That's over the world on the cellar. Dog. With us tonight is the Rusty Sausage, who has... Oh, the little sookie bub. We better bring her up on the table. She does look rather... She um, she's a little bit awkward. Um, is that she's been off to the to the dentist today, and $372 later, she's got her tooth cleaned, but she's been under an anaesthetic. I'm just going to bring her up. Have a little bit of dinner. Right. But she's a bit groggy. So she's uh, still under an anaesthetic. with us yeah. tonight. And um, I think she's done well, because... And her teeth look nice and sparkly. Well, I haven't had a look yet, but let right, me let me think. If you get a bit snappage if you try and go there now, I bet. Right, well, no, I don't think snap. I think it might be a little bit tender. <laughs> but if you had your, haven't had your, you know, how many tea bones you had in the last thirteen years? Tea bones, <laughs> tea bones, and things, and mate, mate, <laughs> more mate. This is Chocolate the show white. about. This, like, you know, this is the diminished motorsport show. <laughs> is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a bit more diminished because of me talking to folks today. But anyway. Oh, is that right? Yeah. What did he have to say for himself? Abuse. Is he back in the country? He's actually, he said he, he's back in the country this morning from, from New York and Detroit, um, where he went over for the uh, the launch of the, the Nissan Altima and caught up with a few interesting people. So, but he's, he's actually said he'd been crook ever since he was here for the Clipsal with us. I really? Said, but he came over crook. And, and it didn't help the fact that, you know, it didn't help the fact you're out here until two up every afternoon with like 407,000 cigarettes in your mouth and nothing else. <laughs> and no food. And just coffee. Coffee, constant coffee. Constant coffee. Yeah. Constant right. coffee. It's coffee. the C&C man. Coffee and cigarettes. Fuffing around that fuck around, folks. Yeah. Oh, well. well, as long as he had a good time. But we love him. Oh, we do. Absolutely. Yeah. You couldn't oh, yeah. make episode 204 tonight because he has to run around the Kuyong Tennis Club. Really? Naked. I'll say he's crook, but he can play tennis. <laughs> That's what I said. Why would you be doing that? <laughs> exactly. Why wouldn't you be resting up with with your, with your deluxe silk dressing gown on and your smoking jacket in front of the TV with your feet up? Well, they did that on the plane on the way back from New York. <laughs> up the pointy end with his caviar being inserted. <laughs> Let's not go there. Caviar insertion. Righto. Well, I might let you lead off tonight. Well, right. well first of all, uh, talking we'll... about the weekend and talking about Easter and it, it's... Uh, it, it was a bit sad over the weekend because Ferdinand Porsche died, the father of the 9-11. Yes, that's quite true. Now, he was the, the son of the grandfather of the father before the father before. Yeah, well, there was Ferdinand, Ferdinand original, who was the original Mr Porsche. Then there was Ferry. And then there's now Ferdinand. There was then Ferdinand, his son, Ferry's son. Nothing to do and, with And um, he, uh, he was the man who basically uh, designed and 
bought the 911 to market and oversaw all of its various iterations right up to the current model. The current model, which is, I think, about to be replaced, we've just come to the very end of the 997, and yep. it's to be replaced. And I have some interesting news today on the phone about the replacement of the 997. Mm -hmm. It's the new 998. $9.98 jeans that <laughs> folks bought in New York. And he says, they're great. Well, Porsche jeans? No, they're just folks jeans for $9.98. <laughs> and he said, we pay too much for jeans over here. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're not 911 jeans. Because no, then he'll have people, bombers chasing him everywhere he wears them. <laughs> I think he wanted to beetle off quite quickly. Beetle, beetle. Yeah, well, he's probably a bit jet-lagged. But it's good enough to go play tennis. Oh, no, he's not pointy in. Yeah, well, true. But it's not hard. You've got to have the end. But don't land. <laughs> but don't forget, free red wine at the pointy end. <laughs> so he could have got a bit. He could have been a bit furry when he got off. Uh, well, I don't know. A bit about that. touch dehydrated. He, he did have, you know, five bottles of wine on the first night. They arrived. So I felt a bit oily the next day. Oily. <laughs> not brand new, like when we went to San Francisco. But next week, no doubt, we'll hear from him because he's got to go. He said, "Oh, I've got the great pleasure of going to New Zealand." I said, "Well, that's all right. I've just been there. I don't want to go." And you know, you'd be paying thirty-two ninety for a steak sandwich. He goes, oh, shocking. Nine dollar ninety-eight jeans. And that's where that came from. But he did say, "Yeah, he got amongst it the first night out, and he's paid the penalty." So obviously not so okay. unwell at all. <laughs> so, yep. Yeah, so anyway, that the. the um, Moving right along. Very yeah. historical stuff with Porsche. Very, very, yeah, very historical stuff with Porsche. So, um, so today they announced that um, there's a practice session uh, for enduro drivers in V8 supercars. Right. Which is quite interesting. Um, they've added a practice session uh, solely for the use of endurance and additional drivers. But is well, that uh, like at Queensland Raceway? Queensland Raceway and, and Winton. Both the, both the August events, basically. Um, and modified format is seeing three practice sessions on Friday, one on Saturday and another on Sunday. And they've added another session at the beginning of Friday solely to be used by additional drivers. But there was always an official test session, or perhaps it was actually added, it was part of their test day budget, mm -hmm. um, where like Alan would come over and last year with... Uh, yep. with uh, well, that's the yeah, idea, is racing. all of those guys who are going to be doing the Enduros Pepsi. and the guys who are, who are doing the um, uh, the Gold Coast uh, um, yep. event... If oh, they, so if they're they going to get, get a over. chance to do that before... Because last last year, I think, they just... It was the Wednesday or something, and they went out to, to Ipswich, and they, they bumped around there. Yeah, well, I'm not sure whether it actually whether covers... Gonna, whether it includes them or not. I don't, don't want to bring them out twice, they do they? No, not really. So it probably isn't them. It probably just is the enduro drivers. But, I mean, even that's a drama for Alan. They come out all the way out here just for a bit of a run around bloody Queensland Raceway. Well, and when you're getting you know. paid well. Well, I suppose, yeah. True. Uh, for yeah. Dick Johnson Racing. And look, and while we're on the subject of Alan, I mean, this is the last few weeks, it's, it's actually, it's all been a bit of a watershed, and, you know, as usual. I, I, it's um, the data's embargoed until the, the, the people... The team makes the, the announcement. Which they did the other day. day. Yep. And, um, and not so much the, the, the Dick Johnson um, uh, announcement where he's in with, with Steve... But rather, um, Alan's picked up a Nürburgring 24-hour drive with the Audi R8 Ultra um, variant, which is in uh, Team SRT, which is sort of a, a satellite works team. Right. So that's... Um, That'll be SWT, satellite works team. You said SRT. Yeah, I think it's, it is SRT. WRT. <laughs> it's WRT. I'm stirring. 
<laughs> I think that's right. Um, of, of which, of which, of yep. which, have won the uh, opening rounds of uh, FIA GT. Oh, well, that's all right. Thank you very much. Despite the fact that, that uh, Stefano Telly put a Ferrari 4058 GT1 on pole, but at Nagara. Nagara. Yeah, man. <laughs> Cancel tsunami alert. Let's see. Um, so that's that. And uh, then what else? Yeah, no, we'll write down. Blah, 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 blah. That's right. Uh, also, uh, at Le Mans, 24 hours. Yep. Uh, Aston Martin, Vantage, uh, with the young driver racing uh, operation. So it's actually a factory effort because they're going to be running a pro, a GT Pro car and a GT Am car. And uh, he's uh, in with um, um, a couple of other Danish blokes. So I can't remember. Can't remember uh, Chris names. Nygaard and uh, uh, some other bloke. Right. Who's not... The chef uh, uh, the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Anyway, go to com because for a very, very reasonable fee. <laughs> Anybody would think they were paying you. Of £35 a year, you have a few <laughs> unprecedented access. <laughs> they, uh, they, you know, you should actually put them up as a sponsor. Because for, for 30, 35 bucks a year, they get a lot of mileage. They are. <laughs> 35 quid a year, sorry. Yeah, well, I know that, but I mean, you know... But... As in a full hello. Who's that? Oh, I don't know. Nobody we're call. expecting, obviously. Uh, in the middle of a show. And um, then, uh, what else have we got? What else have we got? Oh, that's right. Apart from a half a dozen uh, nice Formula One Carrera Cup invites around Europe and yes. Asia. Very nice. Um, and then started his British GT program last weekend with uh, Hector Lester in uh, Rosa Verde 458 GT3. Came second in the first that's race. That's all right. And uh, I think you know, seventh or eighth in the second, but that's you know, it depends on who's who's actually doing the who's steering. doing the long stint, who's yep. doing the short stint. Yep, uh, no surprises there. So uh, all in all, looking like a pretty good year for Al. It is. Um, and uh, he he asked me for a he said he said look I need this new website uh, an interview website now I think and I went oh, oh, I you just the other day you yeah. said you really liked it he goes oh, showed showed me some stuff and sort of. Some carousel-y sort of stuff floating around. I went, oh, I don't mind that. Yeah. Carousel. Can you do that? I said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could do that. Yeah. Well, well, thirty-six hours later, he goes, How's the website going? I was. Like, he I, wanted you to do it. He didn't say, Can you do it? As in, I'm just showing you something that I like. Well, I, I responded to him, and <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you would have. <laughs> I don't think we need to know what was being said there, viewers. Jack you. What am I doing? (laughs) Trying to go to sleep and dropping all projects (laughs) just to get a website. No, 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 it's not rebuild. Oh, right. We've got to have the old one as well as the new one. (laughs) Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just build a whole new one. Ring me when I'm in the hotel, ring me when it's fixed. It's a worry, isn't it? So I see Courtney gets a new car uh, for New Zealand. Who? James Courtney. You know him? Apparently he won something a year or two back. Oh, don't be that hard on him. <laughs> but will it make a difference? It's a new, you know what new Walkinshaw racing car. You know what I do? O- I give him Tander's car and say, well, hang on. Yeah? Well, it's clearly, if, if, if Tander's car's working, and give that a go. But clearly their styles... Oh, no, apparently uh, they're pulse pump. Well, well that, that's quite so. And, you know, that's not only... Um, 
prevalent in four wheels, but also happening very much so in two wheels, with Valentino Rossing mm -hmm. struggling enormously yep. with the new uh, 2012 um, Ducati. Yes. And, and in fact, uh, Nicky Hayden, his teammate, is, is 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 ahead of him, and he's going. Look, I, I haven't lost my ability. I just can't make this thing work. Mm. And the problem being is that there's too much front push, mm. and his style is not suited to that. Where which is he, which he had said, had concluded, and 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 without you know pointing any fingers or, or in a nasty way, was that. Uh, it was Casey Stoner who built effectively that vehicle and, yep. and, and the, that, that mechanism around him and, and grew up from a younger age into it. So he said, mm. sure, after you know, years of doing this, it's, it, it's trickier for me to be able to... to, 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 to Adapt to, to that yeah. new style, of right. which is exactly what Mark Webber said about last year with the blown diffuser. Um, so, you know, and, and that was... Vettel found it easy and he found it difficult. Is it Vettel or Vettel? Whatever. Well, Vettel, what is Vettel, 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 I don't know. Well, you're trying I to think distinct. it's Vettel. Well, what's the water, then? <laughs> the bottled water. Yeah. Oh, that's Vettel, isn't it? Am I getting the two mixed up? I don't know, but let's keep... But I'm not calling him a bottle of water, honestly. Do you think they made that... Do you think he made his money? Do you think the family made their money in bottled water and it's the water that goes into the Red Bull product? <laughs> it could be. It sounds a bit Austrian. I think, <laughs> I think you're clutching at straws a little. But so. am I? Yeah. Or am I not? Yeah, well. So anyway, so Courtney's is the 15th V Commodore that Walkingshaw Racing have uh, produced since the model was introduced in 2007. So uh, there you go. We'll see how he goes in New Zealand. Because he didn't do that great last year. Or he retired from the Sunday race, I think. And didn't have a good result on Saturday. So we'll see. We will. we will see. Hey, I thought the uh, the interview with uh, um, Lucas Dumbrell came up pretty good last week. Yeah, I it's, it's, it's hard to know. Viewers, it's, it's, it's fair to say that we don't always listen to every episode that we produce, and when we do, um, afterwards, it, it it sounds a lot it's a lot, lot better. It's funny how you, you sort of go, oh... It's yeah, when we're actually doing it, especially if it's a bit crackly, or, you know, there's a little bit of a dropout or something like that, you go, mm, I don't know how that's going to come up, but generally thinks actually what you hear is better than the way we think it is yeah right well um first guest first guest first guest first guest first guest is going to be got on the phone right now but you know there's no point in, there's no point in us point in explaining who he is he can explain Do it that himself. himself so presuming he answers the phone. Richard Crowley, Mobile Media Centre. <laughs> Correct. That is exactly what I was hoping you were saying. And um, what's on the menu tonight, Richard Crail? Uh, well, uh, the usual subway fare that features in the petite media centres is off the menu for tonight, so we're going slightly up market. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're having a, a, rare, a rare day in the country, <laughs> almost in your homeland. <laughs> Well, good, thank you, mate. Yeah, very good, and good to hear from you. It's uh, nice to see that you're back in God's own country again, and you're up there in the wine district, and probably you know chilling out with the folks and just having a good old, good old uh, night. What, what what is actually on the menu? Because it, it's pretty important, we know. Uh, I, I believe it's some kind of 
actually do I think you know because we don't have to do the cooking yep. next time perhaps we come up to uh, the mountain there where, where Richard's in charge of like the, the world headquarters of, uh, of media that we, we could perhaps bring in something like a, a, a rare, rare rare roast beef Thai salad because oh, yeah. you can prepare it and people will be although on the other hand that'll probably mean that none of the photographers will go and do any work <laughs> no, and you, you know the best thing in the world is when the photographers leave the media centre and peace and quiet reigns. So, yeah, uh, no. Look, the, the subway works a treat because they get in, they get it, and then they get back out again and actually work. Well, actually, it's even it's even more enjoyable when they leave the media centre and it actually rains and we rub our hands together and go, ha, 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 ha. And then just a notch to make it a little bit more pleasant. Now, Richard, just come back from the Bathurst Easter weekend and it's interesting, isn't it, how one weekend at the mountain has now turned into many. In fact, you probably... You don't need to go into huge detail, but we'll probably first to agree that the quality of the loo toilet paper does need increasing um, but um, you're, you're almost virtually, you're pretty much a regular there now Yeah and, and if you told me that I was going to be a regular at Bathurst looking after boutique media centres and photographers and dealing with uh, the, the Western Advocate uh, publishing Juggernaut and uh, the radio, uh, radio bandwagon that is TBS B-Rock um, I would, if you told me that five years ago, I would have smacked you in the face. But um, <laughs> I, uh, well, that's why we didn't I, invite you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that region, and being part, in all seriousness, being part of, of events like the 12 Hour and, and the Motor Festival at the weekend, you really get an opportunity to engage with, with the local community. And I'm from a country town, as you boys know, and it's um, there are a lot of the similar same sort of things that go on in Bathurst that do from uh, the, the great Rossa Valley, Godbank country, where I come from. So, um, yeah, there are some similarities still quite at home. It's, um, it's a nice part of the world, and in the end, it's Bathurst, and any time you get to go there when you're working in this kind of sport is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. How do you manage to, um, for the 12 hour, how did you manage to do 12 hours in the microphone without a colostomy bag? Well, look, I, I've done that... and you certainly did a very good job this year too, Richard, I have to say. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. The live speed component was really interesting. Um, 
the, the whole live TV aspect of Euro racing is a cool thing. And I guess we probably saw that, and you guys probably saw more of it than I did back in the day with the 24 hours that had quite a good Channel 7 um, presence back in the day. But it, it's, it's a good thing. And the event will go back a bit earlier next year, so hopefully there's more opportunity to get more stuff live on speed um, because I think it's a great way to tell the story of a race like that. I think that's and, and uh, the whole um, you know streaming thing worked brilliantly uh, this year too. I, there was only a couple of dropouts that I had uh, during the time I was watching, and uh, you know certainly the event gets bigger and better every year on that basis. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of the it's, it's almost a force majeure thing that we do that because there's just not budget to go out and and get commercial television or you know, 12 hours of TV across the course of the day. So you need, you need to think outside the square and go, well, how can we tell the story of the event? And obviously the rise of social media has been pretty powerful in that and just getting the word out with you know, hashtags and Twitter and Facebook and all that is fantastic. And the live streaming you can now integrate so brilliantly and you can watch it on your iPhone or your iPad or whatever other Apple device you may or may not have. Um, and it's, it's so powerful with the, um, the amount of, of talking you can get. But... It's about, I think, the um, the interaction as well. It's so powerful, and you guys know this really well, that when you get people talking about it, uh, especially in motor racing, people are so passionate that the conversation spills over to more and more people so quickly, and you get this spike in viewers if something interesting happens, you know, like a Ferrari pays out and does quick laps, or an Audi takes out the fuel rig or crashes into the sand trap or whatever might happen. But I think, uh, I think it's only going to get better, and obviously as the infrastructure sort of kicks in, into place, and... You know, whether the NBN is going to be a good thing or it you know, has, has enough reach or you know, Nathan Tickler manages to get away with not having to pay $100 million bucks for the Jets and he can chuck it into motorsport. Well, you know, I reckon, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm loving Tinkle Toes. I, like, I love to see people that come from other sports and other areas get into it. And, you know, the guy's a, he's a good steer. So, but anyway, I'm, I'm going a little bit off topic. But you know what, I, I'm, I, did, I did watch the, uh, you know, the... Uh, the the stream pretty well, but what did confound me a bit was I, I just didn't know where I was with the Audi version. Um, and I'm not shit canning them. I'm just going. I I couldn't work out whether I was actually seeing anything live or or was I watching promo stuff or stuff from other years. So I think you know that's a tricky thing, isn't it? Because you know, a mate of mine rang me up today and he's he's in the uh, um, uh, what's it? Proctor. What's Proctor do? So that oh, that stupid. I don't know. Man. Weight loss stuff. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And and he yeah. and he's using his personal Facebook feed to sort of come. Hey, you want to lose weight? Call Mike now. I said, mate, don't do that because basically you're spamming your friends. Yeah. Like, make a page, put it on that, and keep it a bit like individual. Otherwise, there's no you know, more you certain don't... way to lose all your friends. Well, but the <laughs> point is, they weren't his friends in the first place, and he just he didn't make the distinction. And I have a feeling that. Audi's a little bit, certainly in this country, maybe work in Europe, might be a little bit lost in that, um, in, in that not quite know where is the balance mm. between, hey, just come and enjoy it, because you're going to see the brand doing good anyway, but do we need to push it down your throat? Yeah, I, I think that's a fair point, and, and I think we need to keep in mind, Audi actually only launched their Facebook page, and, and Audi Australia, the whole company, only launched their Australian Facebook page a week before the event, and they actually use a lot of their 12 hour stuff to launch their social media presence. So, but I think, um, yeah, there's a line that's got to be crossed somewhere, and, and there needs to perhaps be 
um, you know, you need to go, okay, this is, this is the limit of what you can do in the event going, well, we can give you the stream and you can run this, but, you know, you can't add to it or you can't put your own Audi branding on it or add your own Audi content. You've got to run it verbatim. Yeah. That's what we've got. So there's, there's a, a line somewhere between making sure that the people that are coming in and entering the event and spending a lot of money marketing their presence in it, which obviously only benefits twelve hour and armor all and all the people involved, um, there's gotta be a, a line somewhere between that and going, Hey, you need to protect the intellectual property that we're giving you, um, and you know, be a little bit careful with what you do. But I think that's a learning experience and, and that's, this was the first year that anyone really really did that from a, a factory point of view. So um, yeah, interesting question, interesting point, and uh, where you go. It's it's just it's it's finding that middle ground. I mean, isn't it, it's funny like when you when you have content coming to you where you can choose the content in a more uh, more succinct way, you tend to become less tolerant when someone's giving you something, something you, you, don't you don't want to know about. Like if I turn over on a, on a, on a free to air TV, I'll go, yeah, all right, the ad will be finished in a minute, and then I'll get to what I want. But if I'm on SydneyMorningHerald.com and I want to know about the tsunami, do I want a 15-second American Express ad? No, I don't. And the irritation factor goes up extremely <laughs> high, so you basically just don't go into it. So, you know, it's and then you can't. They say, oh, well, you know, we've got to be. Someone's got to pay for it. And I go, yeah, understand. That's 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 awkward because people are turning off then and going, I don't. Look, I know about Amex. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that it, it just opens up a whole new can of worms with, with the future of internet broadcasting in particular, where who knows, five years down the road, we might have a live 12-hour feed, we might have a live onboard feed, you know, 24-7 camera fixed to Alan Simons and uh, chest, we might have something... You oh, know, please don't. All, no, well, <laughs> that could be awkward, but, you know, you could have all these options that you can go to, and where do you draw the line in going to, going to people that are watching this? Okay, well... We're giving you an awful lot. We need to get some return out of it and whack some ads in there so we can get some return on our investment in promoting the race. But you don't, as you correctly said, you don't want to go, we're just going to smash you with ads and people go, well, stuff you will turn off. Yeah. yeah I, I, I agree with the Alan Simonson comment. That was probably out of line. So, uh, no, because <laughs> no, that's let right. me, I, I don't want to tell you about I have seen his chest. So, you know. <laughs> no, you definitely not more, not, not as much. I don't need this anyway. But moving on. So that, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Never mind. Moving <laughs> on. Ninth year of pain. <laughs> um, but uh, look, I, you know that's that's an interesting interesting thing, and I think uh, you know you can. You can definitely, with the the broadcasts you've been doing there, these are these are the things that people can probably be be be, be providing some input to you. And, and um, I just, and in fact, what just I might incorporate a little bit of tech time because just while we're doing this, because I on the weekend, Richard, I bought a, a new forty six inch LED Sony TV, and it's it's one of those smart TVs, and, and, and but interestingly, only one point four percent of the people who buy these televisions are activating any of the smart features. But I can watch full-screen TV with a Facebook or a, a, a Twitter live feed running across the bottom. And so yeah. the first time I've sort of seen that sort of being used in any proper way was like the ABC Q&A show, um, which I thought was actually called Quanda. <laughs> <laughs> um, because of after quantum, but then JP pointed that out. 
But uh, the fact is, you, um, you know, you can inter- you can actually interact with people like that, and and I, this is just the beginning of this sort of live communication. So uh, guys like yourself who are have got that you know a really great ability to be able to call a race and and be there in the, um, in, in the media room and do that, you're going to need other people around you um, that are providing information going, hey, look, we've got this really interesting thing coming in off a feed here, and then reacting it. Because up until now, it's pretty much, you know, you've just got to be resourceful and create your own stuff. Yeah, and, and, you know, I can add to that. I was very fortunate to get a pretty good gig at the Grand Prix this year calling supports for 10, and, you know, we, we went into that with a lot of short notice and not a massive amount of time to go and do research, and chat to teams a lot, so we crammed as much as we could, got as much information, but during an actual race, and they were pretty hard races to follow with the strange qualifying format and the weird pit stop strategies and all the stuff that was going on at the Grand Prix. You, you, you mean... Entire show of, that could be episode 297 of Radio Hotline. Well, no, but Richard, going, but do you mean that, is that the format where you get less racing for your money? Uh, yes, that is the format, you're correct, yes. Um, right. But... We basically went and worded up all the team PRs and said, look, um, we're going to... And a lot of them are pretty good at this. The, you know, we went to them, we're going to have a good effect going in the combox. And we utilised that quite strongly during the race to get us little bits of information. It's nothing that's going to change the way the race folds in the way we're broadcasting it. We're not going to have whole racing team pop up going, hey, guys, we're pitting in 10 laps. You know, talk about it. But <laughs> sure. Yeah. I'm ghosting. <laughs> Yeah, for outsiders like me coming into V8 Supercar and, and calling the racing for the first time without having a year and a half's worth of preparation and calling all these other races and building that knowledge base, it was actually a really handy tool. So you talk about your TV and scrolling your Twitter feed down the bottom during the race, then, well, I mean, that's just the next level of integrating social media and, and live broadcasting, isn't it? So that's um, it's a really powerful thing that I think, and, and you're right, if, if Q&A and the only people that have used it so far, well, it's not enough, is it? There needs to be some other people really taking a, a lead in this thing. Well, well you're in the box seat, son. You can be the, uh, you know, the, the super-duper commentator who's, who's got, a, got a handle on the whole thing because I think you'll find that the Cromleys of this world uh, probably haven't. So. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, that's a, probably a fair point, JP, but, you know, they, yeah, and I'm, look, they just do a different gig. They, they, mm. they can't do gags because they... They're, yeah, they're tied to brands and stuff like that, whereas we, we can do what, what we want pretty much because the brands that we are aligned with are okay with gags. But, I mean, you know, the, 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 the feed across the bottom is, is a brilliant mechanism for someone who's not so struggling but going, hey, I'm just looking for a fresh angle on something, and, mm. you know, and, and people will, will come in, and, 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 and I just think it's a really good, good, good thing. So. Going back a little bit to tech time, this new Sony TV, mate, it is for seven hundred and ninety nine bucks at Dick Smith. I mean, it's just a great television, um, and it's the yeah. first time I've seen a TV with seven Energy Stars rating. In fact, they actually give me money back for using it because I'm putting power back onto the grid. <laughs> it's got solar panels on the top. We could go on about this for hours, but my brother and I won Christmas by buying our old one of those similar spec TV, I think, and and uh, sold it on the virtue of the energy rating and things like that that's um, that very popular these days. But, yeah, the, the, the technology is incredible, isn't it? And, and it's the, the biggest thing I think we've got from an event perspective, from a 12-hour point of view, putting that hat back on, um, is not just resources, but keeping up with the way it's changing. And it's changing so rapidly 
with how this integration between social media and quite unquote real media is going. But um, keeping up with it, you need to be full time on it, and the budget is not there to do that, unfortunately. So you sort of mm. you bat away as much as you can and um, and try and keep up with with as much as you possibly can and, and integrate it as best as you can when the, the race comes around again. The Bathurst venue itself, from from a media perspective, um, when you're away from a V8 Supercar weekend, you're probably getting okay um, uh, wireless coverage there, unless you're using your own thing. How did you find it? Because at, at events that you've been um, uh, in charge of, it's been been fine, but we haven't had the saturation um, of, um, of of the of the, the, the thousand kilometre V8 Supercar race. And that's yeah. where it all, the whole thing starts to fall down a bit. Well, that's where Clipsal fell down too. Was, there was just too much uh, usage of, of, of what was being dragged out of the air and uh, yeah, things and were grinding to a halt. Yeah, and I mean, when you go to the 1,000, you know, there's probably, you know, 45,000, 50,000 people there on Sunday and I don't know what the percentage of Telstra years is, is but let's say 55%, I don't know if I'm being generous or cruel, but, you know... Counting that there's probably 30,000 people trying to hack into text, um, to Telstra, um, texting and Twittering and Facebooking, and then the media is trying to do it, uploading photos, video, all this stuff. And all those bloody photographers. So that is, that is something that really majorly needs to be looked at as, as like a virtual private network set up in place yeah, with I'm a dedicated bandwidth for a dedicated media because it's now become a, 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 an, a, a, you know, it's. The professionals that are in the in the sport, they cost money and uh, they they need to get to bed early to get back. And I mean, um, now because everyone's trying to be so media rich, we're going right. Oh, let's get out to all these different social media networks and this and that and the other thing. And you know, where does it start? Where does it end? And um, it's sort of in a, in a it's 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 like banking in Australia. It's two steps forward and one step backwards. <laughs> so. Yeah, and, and it, it is a problem. So the twelve hour, we had a dedicated um, broadband line put in that was only used for the live streaming uh, this year, which I think really helped the reliability oh, um, sure. of the stream and, and, and made it much more reliable over the day. But yeah, I mean, it's just simple stuff like um, at the weekend at the Motor Festival, we put some stuff on YouTube from Formula Three. We didn't do it very well. They're just you know time budget, all these other excuses you can pull out of your hat, but. Um, you know, even when you're, you're putting a couple of hundred meg on the internet, you know, it sucks so much bandwidth up when you're uploading it. Yeah. So, um, you know, that, and that's the biggest problem you get come October there. And as um, I think JP mentioned, Clipsal, I mean, you got 100,000 people in four or five square kilometres all trying to do exactly the same thing, which is use their mobile and tweet and Facebook. And, you know, the internet companies and the phone companies go, ah, oh, can't do it, too hard. Yeah, um, well, I need... Mean... And you've got teams now as well giving you live feeds yeah. from their telemetry and stuff. You know, like Vodafone have got this new app out now if you're a team Vodafone uh, member. And, and then there's the V8 Supercars app. Well, it's, so it's all sucking more and more bandwidth out of the sky. Well, the solution is actually pretty simple, JP, is, you know, that if you're in the media centre and you're a genuine bona fide, you know, representative that, you know, is doing decent work, then um, the, the media centre is allocated X amount of bandwidth. They have a, an internet switch there where everyone runs on a hard cable, yeah. and each port is given a specific allocated bandwidth that they can't, that the other ports can't steal from the other. So you, you'll go, here's your minimum guarantee okay. so arrangement, you and then you know, you go, okay, you know, it's the bath plug effect. So you have to work out what you can do within it, but at least it's consistent across the weekend, and you know how you can work with that. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
Anyway, right. well, mate, we'll just have to we'll just have to start the Motorsport Tech Media Centre bandwidth lobby. That's right, and we have to get Cisco <laughs> as a major sponsor. Boutique lobby, of course, <laughs> so they can do the many switches. Now, um, mate, before I let you go off to your race, um, sort of got to take you slightly to task. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But but not necessarily, um, as others may, others may have. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> others may have. You know, I know I wasn't sure whether this was. Uh, uh, you're in cahoots there with uh, Nigel Mansell's illegitimate child, um, but um, Lachlan, <laughs> who uh, rather sharply <laughs> put a message up on Facebook, but um, we've had a few conversations over the, uh, a bit of, a bit of time there about that. What is a lap record? You know, is it a practice session? Is it a qualifying session? Is it during the race? What is considered a sanctioned official thing and and you know there's oh, you know when Alan did his his times as you know where we're going um, back in uh, 2011 and, and, uh, and the Drive Bathurst event which I actually wouldn't have thought would have counted no. I would have thought it was just you know like a, a plonkers event with GT3 guys got in for a bit of a run um, but it's sort of it's all of a sudden it's a bit of the under the radar test session for GT3 so it, it's sneaky so that, that's all right. And then we've got uh, the Bathurst 12 hour, but and the times weren't, weren't matching there, but, you know, weather conditions or whatever. And then, you know, you, we've sort of bunged that video up there and then people go, nah, it's not real. It's like a Ford or a Holden and Lounsy and... Lounzo. Lounzo. Clowns. And Murpho and Jensen-O. And all those guys. And then you got the Formula 3 guys and... and my reading between the lines is, I think, you, did you get a late-night phone call from someone snappy at Cairns? Well, what, what happened was that um, we, we went into the weekend and, and start off by saying that um, I am responsible for a lot of this and uh, I'll cop that, that's fine. But um, we went into the weekend and, and obviously local wheel racing in this country needs every little bit of positive exposure it can get. So the sure. big which actually wasn't generated by Formula 3, was actually generated by... The Bathurst media in particular, um, uh-huh. and then the, the motorsport media, your speed cafes and auto actions of this world, um, was that, okay, Formula 3 is going to go to Bathurst, it's going to blitz the lap record, whatever that might be. They're just going to go really fast, which, which they did do. So we went there with the full knowledge of our uh, 4.9, which was an amazing lap, and we knew it was officially timed on by, by the timing people of the day, and it was on Natsoft and for all the world to see, and we've got the video that... You guys posted, which is phenomenal. So, um, is, sorry, is, is are we then saying that timing on Natsoft is considered an official time? Well, no, but if, if an event is officially timed, it has more credence than if it's the um, 15,000 people with iPhones like <laughs> the Jensen Button Craig Lance demonstration. Right. Where, yeah. yes, you do it 1 minute 48, and 15,000 people timed you doing 1 minute 48, but it wasn't officially timed with a time transponder and all that geeky stuff. But, um, how do you call it official when someone could be off by half a second because they're a bit slow on the thumb because they've had a few beers the night before, which is my case. Um, but it's, um, that was a great day, by the way. I can't um, imagine that. <laughs> yeah, um, just, I, I digress. Um, so we, we went there from a Formula 3 perspective going, yes, it's going to be knocked off. With, with the thought that the race lap record at Mount Panorama Bathurst was 206.3 because that is what... Alan Simon's yep. did on, I think it was lap 31 of the back of 12 out this year. Like, and, and, I, I, I had in front, 
and, and that's what we thought. And, and there was no Dallas going, oh, bloody Simonson, he's done a 4 9, we want to knock that off, or it's not a real lap record or anything. We fully appreciate that he did the lap, and there was no credit. But our interpretation was that a lap record is done in a race, which starts with a green light and ends with a second flag. Um, I look, um, and, and to, just just to interrupt for just a tiny second, to be honest, I think that him reeling off in the race in those conditions, um, the the 206s and a string of them, or five or six or seven of them, was actually probably more. Um, uh, it was it was a, a really a greater example of of the of the car's ability and the track and and setup and and, and, and him driving than actually pulling one 204. Couldn't agree with you more. Uh, could not agree with you. And uh, I thought it was when he did those laps. And uh, Jamie Winkup did the same thing at Clipsall, um in the middle of Saturday's race, I think it was, where, or Sunday's race where he just went out and banged in six yep. or seven fast qualifying laps in a row. And it, it, that's the true art of a racing car driver, in my opinion. It can do, it's all well and good to your time in qualifying on 50 tyres, but you've got to do it in a race when there's traffic and maybe oil down and all sorts of stuff going on and the weather might not be perfect and, you know, there's all these variables. But anyway, um, that was, you know, Friday in the first, uh, Saturday in the first F3 race. Um, fastest lap was a 205.3. James Winslow set, hurrah, race lap record. Um, it came back to us fairly soon after that following the November Drive Baptist event, there had been a note put to CAMS by the timing people and the, the people managing that event going, right, this lap time's been done. It's a sprint event, so it's a CAMS sanctioned licensed event, how do we classify this lap time? And they went and prognosticated over it for five days <laughs> and came back and said, we're going to class that as a race lap record. Okay. The Drive Bathurst event. At the Drive Bathurst event, yeah, which right. is a sprint, a sprint yeah. event. That, that we didn't have an issue with. The biggest problem is that that didn't bloody tell anybody. So, um, <laughs> oh, I can't imagine that wouldn't happen. <laughs> oh, I know. So a, a two-line press release late November last year going New Baptist outright lap record officially set during a race Alan Simonson 204.905 whatever it was um, would have solved all the problems in the world and all the miscommunication that happened at the weekend so where where did the ship fight turn up? oh well it just um, there, there was the confusion after the race that we we jumped on Facebook and Twitter as we've spoken about all night going you know <laughs> New Baptist lap record rah 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 it's amazing great for Formula 3 it's great for the sport you know the world's Actually, what what came to my mind once uh, uh, Nigel Mansell's illegitimate son had actually posted a rather oh, yeah, strong comment, which I don't know if it's all cool about it, but great. But I, what bothered me was I went, 
this is a zone. We're getting into a zone here where people could get hurt because mm. we're not focusing on what we're doing. We're going, I've got to beat this lap record. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the biggest achievement for me, having worked with Formula 3 behind the scenes for you've got to be, you know, pat on the back for being tenacious enough and passionate enough to get that over the line. So good on you, buddy, because mm. I just, you know, I mean, it's a long time since Formula 3 cars have been there, and they're, they're certainly, they're pretty interesting Formula 3 cars com compared to, the old to what they used to be. It's just it's just a pity when you go to street circuits that no one can see them because the barriers are too high. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, I'm a, I'm, first and foremost, I'm a, an open-wheel fan, and, you know, The mystique is the is the perfect word to be associated with that, and let's hope that you know you, you know in the nicest possible way, you know we can we can see a bit of you know like drivers rooting their mates' wives and you know and <laughs> staying up late and doing James Hunt work <laughs> because Playing the that, piano. You know, in, in the funniest way, you know why motorsport doesn't get a headline these days because we don't have drug scandals or sex uh, allegations, That's right. it just, which is and everybody's there must be a sex everybody somewhere to be invite <laughs> so worried about their sponsor dollars that they don't but, but hang on, it happens you know, in football they don't seem to worry I just think yeah, but then the whole team gets I just think that the pe the drivers are just a much more in clever drivers are actually clever people mm. yeah I, I don't doubt that and, and you know that as well as anybody having spent the time with the drivers that you're involved with and um, you know, they're, they're smart people and they're intelligent. They know what's going to help their career and what isn't. Um, but you need, um, yeah, they need, they need to be some scandals because it, it, as strange as it is to say, it helps the sport. There's no doubt about it yeah. in terms of getting media coverage. Look at, um, you know, Ringle versus Scaife at uh, <laughs> Eastern Creek. How much PR did they get the sport? Um, and that was just a bit of a harmless swerve down a straight towards the driver standing on the side of a road with racing cars going past the 250k. I mean, how hard can that be? <laughs> 
<laughs> and look, and uh, uh, look, it's probably time we let you go. Yeah, for your, on that um, note, that's probably for, right for your um, for your roast, uh, and we are going to need to know whether what kind of roast it is. Yeah, whether it's um, lamb or pork or what's what's going down. Uh, because uh, look, I'll jump on the website when this is online, and I'll post the full report if you like. Is that is that? Oh, mate, if you, if you can fantastic. say, but, but is, is, are the people not in earshot that you can say, like, can I actually ask what sort of roast it is? Although, you know, because, you know... They're, we, they're in another room at the moment. Well, I, I sort of removed myself. Well, uh, but you don't want to spoil the surprise either. You just want to sit down and eat it, don't you? And yeah. go, well, what's it going to be? But, and then yeah, it turns and up. JP's got this issue about you can't ask... No, you what can't it is. Ask. You can't ask what's for dinner. Although we ask what's for dinner tonight. And there are certain <laughs> things, you know, you can sort of go, I'm going to have roast pork or roast lamb. And you can go, I'm having a lamb roast. And you can go roast chicken, but you can't have chicken roast. You can't have oh, beef what, what roast. I know it's only roast chicken. It can't be chicken roast. Well, I hope it's um, I hope it's lamb because I had pork last night. That would be awkward. Oh, oh, I ate that last night. Oh, well, oh, it's sounding like a dentistry oh, job for you. Nice and dry. Oh, gee, oh. I don't know. all that crackling. Bye, Richard. Thanks oh. for making making time for us tonight. Hope you enjoy yeah. the meal and um, and uh, since we're. Um, you know, we, we are looking for a bit of a scandal. Um, yes. So, so uh, we'll, we'll go at our, onto our second uh, phone call with uh, someone who, uh, we won't mention it, but you'll know the person well who has had a career in another sport who has decided to perhaps not race his V8 ute <laughs> at the last race um, to take up shooting venison. Really? Mm. A real estate agent. Really? A mm. real estate agent, no less. Yes. Really? You know who we're talking about. Mm. I do, but I'll let you do the great Thanks, boy. I'm many apologies for not getting down there in person tonight, but there's a couple of bottles of uh, Barossa uh, Red sitting just to my left at the moment that's uh, got your name written on it. Oh, yeah. mate, are oh, you? Oh, oh, there's, oh, you there's know a, how to blame There's a spare room, room for you. Jeez, OK, yeah. so you're up the top of the sponsor list. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, mate. Boy. Well, cheers, Richard. Thanks, Rich. See ya. Thanks, mate. Bye. There you go. Mate, uh, I might just um, uh, have a little toilet break. That's a great idea. Well, that was nice to talk to Richard again. Yeah, well, He's uh, in fine form. We'll keep on the SA so stuff. While, while, we're on the SA, while we're on the SA, and a uh, good SA boy, and there's a bit of motorsport happening around SA this weekend. First of all, we've got um, the Shannon Nationals, uh, Malala, in round two this weekend. Uh, V8 Touring Cars, Saloon Cars, Porsche GT3 Cup, Commodore Cup, um, and the Australian Swift Racing Series. So, yeah, uh, but not only that, there's actually top fuel drag racing at AIR. There is. So and I'm going. You're going, are you? I am. And, and have they gone back to the full quarter mile strip? Because when they were running the um, turn up and, and you know race your road car, they were only, <laughs> they were only running uh, an eighth mile. You can't run top. <laughs> Fuelers down a one eighth and turn them around. Well, that's what I was thinking. Turn them around but, a little sand pit in the middle. They, they were all saying uh, there was the, more work required. It's the full was it? So, okay, anyway. so we've got drag racing, we've got Malala, and then also out if you're in the southeast uh, down in Mount Gambier where I open supermarkets, just up the road in Millicent, 
It's the SA Rally Championship round one um, at Wall Range. Uh, so. You know, it's interesting you bring up Millicent because uh, we have a date down there mm. uh, later on in the year for uh, the first time we're going to attend one of the uh, off-road racing championships. Yes, which is the same, uh, I understand, the similar course. Millicent. Mm. That's why I said that. Wall Range. There you go. So, we had someone back you down there. So, um, before I get out of the guests on the phone, a bit of a fuck-up there with Toyota. Uh, uh, you know, the, like, uh, Nicolas Lapierre's line crashed the, the new hybrid LMP1 car, which was due to start at Spa in a couple of weeks' time, um, oh, was he? at uh, Paul Ricard. But the problem is... Super damage? Yeah. Damaged. <laughs> damaged. <laughs> okay, the, no, no actual information as such. Right. But... The uh, the car is uh, not repairable in time, and consequently, they have pulled out of the second round of the World Endurance Championship. Now, the rules state that you are allowed to drop around, so right. that's actually bad for Toyota, which means it pretty much hands the title to Audi because they're going to take a bunch of points. But here's my problem, JP, mm-hmm. is that they crashed their only car. Yes. Like, they don't have a spare tub. And I would have thought when you put one in the autoclave, you put another one or another one, because what do you think you're going to do when you go Mm. to Sebring or to, which they didn't do, or to um, uh, Bernie's track down at uh, the high-tech test track, to Paul Ricard, Ricard, you're going to smash it to pieces. And so they had to pull out, and I went, you know, this is just another example, ongoing, of Toyota's dumbness. In that brilliant engineering in Cologne, because I've in, gone yeah, through yeah. the facility and, and checked it all out, yep. decisions and checks being signed out of Japan. Mm, yeah, yeah, keep it cheap, keep it... No, well, but, I don't know, no, it's, it's but, disconnect. But, like, yeah, but is it really, I mean, okay. We're going to move did on. Did they ever think that they were going to have an accident bad enough to spoil the tub? But, but hello, they've already got two cars that they want to run. Yeah. You know, they're going to ring... What team would not bring us... At that level, at a factory mm. level, would not bring another car. Mm. You go, or why would you run the risk of doing that? Or perhaps, perhaps the car is not as damaged as information is, is being provided. Right. Yet, it's not a suitable time to launch their hybrid car, hybrid petrol car, mm. there for fear that they look like gooses. Okay. Yeah, well, that's, that's that's a distinct possibility. Anyway, let's no, move on from that. Egg on their face. Okay, all moving the tubs. on. Moving on before we get that other bit. Okay. Uh, yeah. Bahrain dramas. Bah, uh, Bahrain Orama dramas. Well, uh, I mean, like you know, there's the. Why don't yeah. they just pull the pin? But then today, no, no, said, I don't think they should be doing that. So you got Damon Hills put his hand up and said, "Look, yeah, hang on." He doesn't uh, want to go. Um, no, it's not about that. <laughs> he said, "I think we're using F1 as a political uh, yes. event because we're using." Um, the fact that we're running it, we're saying publicly out through the media networks that everything's cool here. Mm. Um, and it's getting into a bit of a messy situation. Well, but at least today, I think that that's finally been nailed down Let's go, the FIA makes the call. Exactly. The, the Formula One Teams Association have made it unequivocally Don't make us clear make the call. That, yeah, we're not making the call. FIA makes the call. If it all fucks up, it's got nothing to do with us. Well, in a manner of speaking. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Let's move so, on. That's what they're doing. Right. Okay, folks. New York Motor Show. Right. Done that. Um, I will talk about that. Blah 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 blah. Next time. Um, 
in National Poly, he's missing Delta Wings, fucked yep. off to Europe yep. um, to do some testing over there, and, da, 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 da. and also at the same time, not only is Nissan putting engines into um, uh, heaps of LMP2 Le Mans cars, yes. they're also in now a conquest in American Le Mans series racing, has swapped their Judd engine for a Nissan engine for the rest of the season, and they've entered a pair of production spec R35Rs in the 12, 24 hours of Nürburgring. So I think Nissan, you know, it's either, it's either, what is it? It's either, it'll either fix it or fuck it, as they say with a girlfriend. Well, it depends how much money they've got to throw at it, I guess. And that's really going to be the, the crunch factor. No, but are we doing too many things? You know? Um, yeah. And Long, well, Beach, Long Beach is this weekend, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes on there. With that. Um, we talked about Rossi. A little bit earlier we on, did. and uh, he's actually had to get and drive in uh, with a 458, so he's having a bit of a ah, GT, which GT steer. I can't remember. They had a couple of steers before, so we'll so see. Back, back in it again. Uh, and, 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 we'll do a little bit of tech time later, but I think yeah, it's important, will. it's important now that you now, explain this minute. why Instagram's worth a billion dollars. I can't, I can't come up. It's, you know, half, half a billion, maybe. They just got back in. They've just got more sponsorship, and um, I can't see why it's worth a, a billion dollars. Um, I read an article yesterday, in fact, that sort of basically said, "Well, uh, are we back to the the tech bubble and will the bubble Thank burst?" Who's that? It's Keithy. Who's got an answering machine again? No, well, he's got. He's got to give us. Could you ring us back with your um, with Deluxe. your venison recipe? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So nice to see you're not driving again. <laughs> so no, I can understand the logic behind Facebook one and Instagram. No, it's actually very very clever. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a, a clever strategic move, but got it's the not worth a billion dollars. No, yeah, but hang on a minute. Because what does that do? All that does then is it inflates everything no, all no, over no, again. I, no, in this, in this case, in this case, I don't, I don't think you will see too many of things like that. Mm. I, I, it's hard to have the concept, but when you have that mm. user base that does, you know, it's a case of something that does a, 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 something that's something really, really well and easy. Yes, and and, and 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 great. So. And mm. Whatever they cash. Well, I guess it, it, if you're the if you're the the purchaser, and you put that much value on it, well, then I guess it's worth that much that, that much money. But I mean, he only bought like thirteen people. There's only thirteen people at Instagram, and they reckon that uh, there's only really ten full timers. Well, it was a half so, a million, you know, half a million dollars of investment. But anyway, yeah. uh, you know, two thousand times the return mm. on the investment oh. isn't too, isn't too bad. Uh, look at this. Oh, hello, viewers. Hello, viewers. <laughs> you, you must have been cooking venison when we called, or or selling a a yacht. Or no, no, I'm already cooked, eaten. I was just kicking back watching Swamp People, looking at uh, Swamp People. Some of looking at some of your very close relatives. <laughs> That's a great show, oh. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, it's like you know. Um, we, we thought we'd get you on the show tonight, considering that you've now retired from the the, the, the racing world, and you know, and 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 be prepared to be you know shown on on mainstream television, you know, with that very very good looking race shirt, which has been selling extremely well um, <laughs> uh, at, at Simmons Plains. 
uh, I thought the food segment's perfect for you, and you like guns. <laughs> a food segment is perfect for me when I like guns. Okay, well, that makes sense. Well, got, haven't you been shooting things? Not, not, uh, not recently, but... Um, <laughs> Well, when I say like that, that venison that I ate tonight, the, the picture that you saw. Yes. Um, yeah, that was from a deer that I shot oh, a few months back, but we it was actually put in the deep freeze and uh, cry back and all that sort of stuff, and finally just pulled him out now. Pulled him out? Was it? A, yeah, <laughs> pulled, him, pulled him out as opposed to what you normally do. It wasn't, it wasn't, <laughs> so it wasn't John Doe, it was Jane Doe. That was John Deere. It was a tractor. John Deere. <laughs> oh, right. Keithy, tell us about how that meal came about because I, I have to say, I truly not a venison fan because I probably was poisoned with a juniper berry at a, at a small age, but it looked pretty yeah, good. Well, you don't like it because it's a bit dear. You ate a little bit of a tight ass down there. Uh, oh, now, Jackie, I love venison. So you and I saw the photo, and I reckon it looks deluxe. deluxe. Come on, mate. So tell us how you did it. You are a man of fine taste, <laughs> and uh, and mate, I'd expect nothing less from you, Jonathan. On the other hand, uh, Jonathan, cheap, cheap and cheerful. That's what they call Johnny Hart. Cheap and cheerful, mate. <laughs> Please, Jack. The floor is all yours. Tell us, tell how, us how the uh, how the how the venison came to be, and the uh, presentation, etc. Well, you're joking, Lindsay Dive actually gave me the uh, secret ingredient. The, I, I called for a little uh, tip on what it should be seasoned with. So what I did is I, uh, he got back to me with the juniper berry and the rosemary combination, mm. along with uh, some, uh, some uh, sea salt and pepper, pepper le pew. And uh, so I basically put them in the mortar and pestle and then... Um, after saturating the veal in, some olive oil just for, you know, a few moments, just, uh, you know. Give it a bit of oil up. Yeah, just give it a little bit of a, uh, bit of a dressing down with uh, some olive oil. And then uh, threw a bit of seasoning on it, seed it on the Weber. Right. And then uh, after that, both sides, then wrapped in prosciutto and then put it back on there again. So we you... More- so were you using the Weber with the direct or indirect cooking, and did you have the lid on or off? No, the lid on. Lid, the lid on. on. Okay, so indirect. So like when you're doing a traditional roast in there. Correct, and I also like to, um, you know, not so much, I like to have it fairly well elevated above the actual hot plate so that, you know, one mm-hmm. side doesn't actually, you know, get uh, cooked. Was, should be more than the other side. Was, was, did, did Mr Crispy come out to play at any time during the meal? Yes, he did. He actually um, reared his head, just especially on the ends, and uh, also with some of the prosciutto. The prosciutto came out fairly crispy too at times, which Ooh, was yum. rather rather nice um, uh, difference in texture. Well, can you imagine? Absolutely uh, brilliant news. Now, look, uh, uh, mate, you're in the you know the town where everything's going on. I'd look, but Channel 10's dropped, you know, seventy percent in um, in profit today. Well, they've made an announcement, and uh, but they're bringing they're bringing some new shows back, and they believe. And I would like you to sort of maybe articulate whether you think that Lara Bingle is the key to Ten's future because they think it is. Really? Well, I have no idea. What are they? What are they doing there? What's the new TV show? Well, that's just being Lara Bingle. Mm. 
There's a show called the Lara Bingle TV show. Yeah. Being Lara Bingle. Well, look, if she's going to be nude, I could see how the ratings could actually come back. But <laughs> she's not going to be nude. I mean, I'm not sure. But, but uh, she's... Uh, uh, um, and, and the other the other show that they've got, which could be you know, definitely not close to your heart, but anyway, I mean, in, in some ways it is, but some ways it's not. It's like a, it's a new, it's a, it's a celebrity renovation rescue thing. Oh, great! Featuring um, ten years later. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice laugh, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we should send her something in the post? Oh. Well, uh, actually, I'm, I'm sure, yeah, she'd be quite... I think they, <laughs> she should be better, better suited to a uh, DIY show, actually. <laughs> I wonder, what, what does that start? <laughs> Do it yourself. Uh, uh, yeah. um, is, have you got the, the, the your better half, Lauren, there with you? She is a very lucky girl. Yes, she is um, right next <laughs> to me. Well, you better put Lauren on, because I've got some important news for her. About Rust, who's been to the dentist today and is just coming out of the anaesthetic, but with a lovely mouth, mint fresh. <laughs> Her dog. Well, I mean, sorry to say that, but I've got Lauren right next to me. Talking of sausages, um, I've got Lauren right next to me eating a peppermint crisp. <laughs> but they said soft food tonight. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Look, uh, Jackie, I, as, as good as I thought that your photo was, is uh, um, can't send you any of the profits yet because I haven't been paid, but please download the Instagram uh, because it, it does actually make good photos look better. And, you know, you've only got to ask the better-looking half next to you eating a peppermint crisp. Oh, is that the peppermint, peppermint crisp in the... Like the the thin green little little sticky ones. Did, the, like well, the then it was sticky ones. No, they're not sticky. Yeah, yeah, they, the ones no, no, they, they, they look like they they got sort of aero qualities. Can I tell you? Mate, it's the green, it's the green wrapper. The green wrapper, thin yeah. and green. At the very solid peppermint piece. I know. Wow. <laughs> Let me tell you. I've smoked so many bongs in garages near your place and I've eaten lots of peppermint crisps. I've got a question for you, Jack, and it's 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 not actually a multiple choice question, but how do you become a Williams Formula One development driver? <laughs> well, perhaps if your name had been Susie Stoddard driving in DTM with a lot of money in the family, and then you happen to marry one of the existing shareholders and board members, is that right? <laughs> and change your name to Susie Wolf with the <laughs> the double O, double O, the double L, and the double F. You know, it's the Wolf. It's the Wolf. <laughs> she gets the gig. There you go. There's our first Formula One. Female test driver with Bernie giving it the big old Bahrain thumbs up. Oh, I didn't know anything about that. When did that come about? Today. Okay. When you were getting a salad sandwich. You are, you are on the pulse, aren't you? Well, oh, absolutely, Jack. You should know that. This is Radio Hot Lap after all. 
Look, uh, well, what's the story, son? Like, you, you know, you, you put the youngster in the car and uh, he's been a bit of a magnet for trouble. Um, uh, Danny Bazadzik, uh legend. <laughs> Danny Buzzer has, has run in here. He's had a little bit of a hot moment uh, there and, 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 and hit you. Um, hit your car, your new car, your new car, mm-hmm. and um, he wrecked it. But uh, will you be back in it at the next round? Will we be seeing you in in WAR? You will see me back in the FG. However, after the uh, after the terrible misfortunes of uh, Clipsal, oh yeah, uh, I, I just felt that after having two DNS, there's no way in the world I could win a championship um, with a round like that. Right. Therefore, because my sponsorship hadn't come through by Tasmania, I thought it. Uh, seeing you over there in the, in the west because I thought I might come over and be a bit of a sand groper and hang around and maybe cook a little something, you know, with a juniper berry but all, <laughs> joke, all jokes aside um, look, Cooper's has been a, um, uh, and Glen Cooper's been a very very good uh, supporter of you over the years and just so people do understand that the situation is that um, he, you are retained as uh, from a personal branding level but his expanse into taking on the beer sponsorship um for the V8 supercar, it's just—it's basically—it's you know—it's a—it's a—it's a mathematics game, isn't it? So you know, you're still involved. Oh, I think to go back to go back a step, I mean, they they sponsored V8 Utes in in different capacities. I mean, from one cars all the way out to the three cars, and in actual yeah. fact, I sponsored the category uh, there for a while as well. But they, they did ten years in the category, and um, you know, every I suppose everything has a lifespan, and ten years in Utes was. Uh, selling plenty of beer at the rounds. 
Yeah, very, very good. I think it was extremely successful for uh, for Coopers and, and it was good visionary stuff from, from Glenn. He's uh, always had a good head on his shoulders about doing that sort of stuff. Mate, um, like, uh, lovely to see that beautiful watch, I don't know what brand it was, on your arm uh, at um, <laughs> there with... Um, with your mate Fisher and Boydo's cigarette bludging TV show, Inside Speed. Um, that was all good. And, um, and I suppose the final thing is uh, now that uh, we asked Richard Cray a little bit earlier in the show that uh, uh, that, uh, that, that, that old Tinkletoes is, is going, oh, I'm not playing with the Jets anymore and he's sort of got the bug for, for, for car racing. How do we get the cash out of him? <laughs> Delivering. <laughs> oh, does his wife know about it? <laughs> yeah, she does know about it. Perhaps it was a package deal. Who knows? <laughs> and on that note, yeah. could we have could we have a, a final a good night from could we have a good night from 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 Mrs. Jack because we like Mrs. Jack. Mrs. Jack. Beat it. <laughs> I love it when he says beat it. Oh, he's, he's cancelled the phone. And now he's going to ring back because he's, he's, he's pressing the button. He's probably pressing the button. No, he's, he's going, yeah, I'm not going to any of you. You're not getting any of the misses. <laughs> right, oh, well, that's just about it, mate. Uh, other than to say that there's been a, uh, a die shrink from 45 yeah. to 32 nanometers for the... Um, a5 chip inside the new Apple TV. And in fact, what's interesting about that is that the chip inside this phone, this uh, uh, 4S, yes. is a 45 nanometer chip, but the one inside the A5 Apple TV yeah. is 32 nanometers, and it's a dual-core device, mm -hmm. but they use a process called binning, where if one of the, one of the cores chooses to be um, uh, not working, they yeah. go, well, we still accept it. It's sort of like low grading and put right. it in there. So, so it still keeps on. What going. we're seeing is that there's a 32 millimeter A5 chip or A5X chip or A6 chip coming into the next phone. And there's been some discussion this week about whether the phone might just be extended in a in a um, in a, a, a vertical fashion, yes. maybe four inches long, which would give it a nine to five aspect ratio. That would mean that you'd only get five pixels of black bordering each side if you were yep. watching. Uh, DVDs as opposed to 30 each side on the current 4-3 aspect ratio and would mean that um, you, you could have just more Facebook information or Twitter stuff or da-da-da mm. so you're not moving out so things could things would work pretty well like well, that. Yeah, so, I have read something yesterday too that said there was going to be a gig which is sort of rather crazy for a phone I would have thought but there you go. A gig? Mm. Of what? Of memory. Well maybe I didn't hear that. Mm. Well that's it. Yeah. I Tonight for there dinner. Tonight for dinner, what have we got? We Ber have got Berkshire. 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 Hathaway. Like Berkshire. Berkshire Hathaway Port. Mm. Sent over from Bill Gates' as With Mr. Crispy? Yeah, I think we might be able to do, do it. Do the Mr. Crispy up the top? Kifflers. Yeah, oh, Kifflers, yes. Well, I'm Kifflers tonight. I'm not doing yeah. that. No, good. Good Kifflers. Garlic. Snow. Mm. Sugar snaps. Yeah, sugar snaps. And some yellow beans. Oh, the old yellow beans. I thought they might be... Well, they're fresh. Good. With garlic. Excellent. And that's it. So we'll all be farting tomorrow. It'll be great. Good night, viewers. 205 next week. Indubitably. Circular Bridge Street to... 
Willoughby bus depot. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I remember that. Well, I see then when we get to 220, I think I'll check the bus and see if it works. Oh, he's got his wheels and snap off. No, he's got an eight.